0: Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and welcome to basement philanthropy. Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and welcome to basement philanthropy. A place where people do not want to wait until they are rich or retired to create meaning, impact and connection with their time, talents and money regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be revisiting a podcast episode from the past entitled, Stop Outsourcing Your Philanthropy. So let's get started. It's amazing for me to look back over the course of Basement Philanthropy as a podcast and See where we've come from, how, how far we've traveled since those first few episodes. And sometimes I like to go back and just listen through them to see where my thought process was, see what I was thinking about and what we were talking about as a community at that time. And I went back and and listened to one of those episodes, the one that we are revisiting today called Stop Outsourcing Your Philanthropy. And I was struck with how relevant it was to the conversation that we have been having recently. And so I wanted to take this episode or, or this opportunity to revisit that content Because of how much of a big piece of the equation, the thought process around making sure that you have time and space to really experience what it is like to be a giver. And that is exactly what we talk about or what I talked about over a year ago in the podcast that I'm going to be sharing and we are revisiting today. So I hope you enjoy it. As we jump into today's episode, I want to start off with a bit of a reflection exercise. I want you to think about the last time that you were involved with some sort of philanthropy, some sort of giving that included your money. Now, with that experience in mind, and if you need to pause this episode to think of an experience, please please do so, I want you to think about these questions. I'm going to name four of them. Question number one, on a scale of one to 10, one being greater than a thousand miles and 10 being in person, how close in proximity were you to this philanthropy? Okay, question number two, on a scale of one to 10, one being no relationship at all and 10 being a family relationship or like family, how close is this person slash cause to you? Okay, question number three, on a scale of one to 10, one being little to no impact and 10 being life-changing impact, how would you rank how this experience impacted you personally? And finally, question number four, on a scale of one to 10, one being little to no impact and 10 being I can't wait until the next time I get to be involved, how eager are you to participate in philanthropy in the future because of this experience? Now, as I approach these questions, I thought about the last time that I was involved with philanthropy. And the last time I was involved was in regards to the Ukrainian crisis that is happening right now in Europe. And a little bit of background, I have some connections on LinkedIn who actually jumped on an airplane, went over to uh, the border of Ukraine, and helped out for a couple weeks. and really spotted some some great opportunities to be able to contribute to the causes that were on the ground and not just the overarching big organizations. So this was small level giving. And as I walked through these questions, what was challenging for me to see was that on question one, which is how close was I? I wasn't very close uh, to Ukraine, so I ranked myself as a two. Question number two, how close was this relationship or or cause for me? I also ranked that a two. And then question number three, on a scale of one to ten, how impactful was this experience? I actually ranked myself as a three. And then on a scale of one to ten, being the impact, how would I participate or would I participate in something like this in the future? I put myself as a two. And here I am, I have a podcast about philanthropy. I've been involved with philanthropy for about six years and I'm having this experience where I'm I'm giving to something that is is present, that is happening in the world that I want to Im- impact. And I'm not really feeling very, inspired or impacted by that giving. And it was pretty frustrating for me to experience that, especially with everything that's going on in the world. Why was this money that I contributed to uh, a, a small scale organization that I had some sort of connection with, why did it not really feel very impactful or, or helpful in my life? it's not necessarily all about about me but that's that's one of the reasons that that we give is so that we can contribute and be a part of of change and good and i felt so disconnected to what was happening what i started to realize is that there is this interesting correlation between questions 1 and 2 which talk about your location and how close you are and the relationship that you have and how impactful That is to you personally and inspiring for you to be involved. So for me, I wasn't really super inspired by getting involved with the project that I just talked about, but I've been so inspired in the past with giving. And so it really seems to come down to how close in proximity you are in terms of relationship or actual physical location. And it seems like I'm not the only one that has this experience. In fact, I'm a bit of a TED Talk junkie, and I came across a TED Talk by Elizabeth Dunn, who is a Canadian social scientist. And this TED Talk is entitled, Helping Others Makes Us Happier, But It Matters How We Do It. Now, Elizabeth Dunn specifically researches happiness, what makes us happy. And in her experience, she relates that she had a similar relationship to philanthropy. She would give money, but it wouldn't really impact her life. And this happened until she got involved with a refugee program. And in Canada, there is a program where you can sponsor a refugee family. And all of a sudden, her giving went from really distant and something that wasn't very impactful to something that was up close and personal for her. And in her words, she was going to do anything and everything within her power to make, make that happen, to make this family be successful within uh, Canada. And it inspired her so much that she decided to start doing some research around it. And this is what she discovered with a couple other colleagues when it comes to giving. I'm just gonna read some of the things that she spoke into. In one experiment, we gave participants an opportunity to donate a bit of money to either UNICEF or Spread the Net. We chose these charities intentionally because they were partners and shared the same critically important goal of promoting children's health. But I think UNICEF is such a big, broad charity that it can be a little hard to envision how your small donation will make a difference. In contrast, Spread the Net offers donors a concrete promise— For every $10 donated, they provided one bed net to protect a child from malaria. We saw that the more money people gave to spread the net, the happier they reported feeling afterward. In contrast, this emotional return on investment was completely eliminated when people gave money to UNICEF. So this suggests that just giving money to a worthwhile charity isn't always enough. You need to be able to envision how exactly your dollars are going to make a difference. So with this research that Elizabeth and her colleagues did, it seems to matter or support the experience that I was having. Your proximity to the actual cause or your relationship in, uh, in that cause matters because of the clarity that you have as a giver in this type of situation. And that's why outsourcing and what I mean by outsourcing is giving to a big organization or something that uh, is going to action your philanthropy for you is so detrimental to you having an experience that will impact you and then inspire you to give over and over again because you're so far away from that experience. It's kind of like watching a nature documentary Instead of going on a hike or looking at a print of a really nice piece of artwork compared to being in front of that piece of art in its original sense, standing at the Louvre, looking at the Mona Lisa instead of looking at a picture online or maybe even more close to home. It's like FaceTiming a loved one during COVID um, rather than spending time with them in person. It there's there's a small piece that gives you a hint of what it looks like, but it just doesn't even compare to how it feels to be in person uh, with that person that you love. I had an experience a couple years ago that helped me understand this from a very personal standpoint. In May of two thousand thirteen. An EF5, the highest category of tornadoes, uh, hit more Oklahoma. And as a result of this tornado, 24 people died, and the tornado caused $2 billion in damage. Now I saw the news reports I was really interested in in this tornado because 6 weeks later I was scheduled to go and live in Oklahoma for a couple years. And so I was keeping track of this. I was I was doing all my research. I was looking at all the photos and and it was devastating. It it really was such a catastrophe and and made me question a little bit why I was going to spend some time in, in this part of the United States. So six weeks later, I jump on an airplane and I land in Oklahoma. And that evening we drive out to an area that was impacted by this tornado. And the difference, in my perspective and how close I felt to what had happened was like night and day. And although six weeks of cleanup had done wonders for that part of Oklahoma, we would be driving through neighborhoods and there would be a house that was fully there. Like nothing had happened. It didn't, didn't even look like there was anything happening in that neighborhood. And right next door, There would be an empty lot with a foundation where the tornado literally took out the entire house and there was piles and piles and piles of rubble just everywhere waiting to be cleaned up and shipped over to the dump. And it was my, I thought I was prepared. I thought I was going to be prepared for that experience. And I wasn't at all, like maybe 1%. And that really helped me understand why it's so important for me to be up close and personal with some of my philanthropy. I have no problem with big charities or churches or organizations that do good. We absolutely need that in our communities and in our world. The challenge is the farther away we are from giving ourselves, the, the less impact it's going to have on our lives and the less motivation we're going to have to be involved with that giving. And so my call to action here is not to cut off all of your donations to big groups or outsourcing. My call is to diversify some of your giving from big organizations to something that you can experience locally, something that you can bring yourself to in a way that you can touch and feel and experience the impact for yourself, because that is actually what is going to make an impact. One last example of what that could look like is. A lot of us have family that is currently attending some college somewhere, and there is this phrase, broke college student. And I remember in college myself, like not really eating the best. And so I was talking to a friend about philanthropy the other day, and they gave me this idea around going, if you live close by, to this cousin or person that you know that is in college and taking them shopping and allowing them to buy whatever they want that week for groceries. What a really like incredible reachable attainable way to get involved and be be around philanthropy. It it's so low cost like that would unless you have a jerk person that you're you're with, they're likely not going to spend more than 50 bucks. And how incredible of an interaction would you have, a relationship-building experience would you have with this person if every morning for the next week when they wake up, they have their best, their favorite breakfast cereal, and they think about you. And even if you're not close enough to be able to take that person shopping in person, what if you got on the phone and venmo somebody for that purpose and then asked them to send you pictures? There's so many opportunities that are like this. And as you dig into those opportunities, you're going to experience what I've experienced, which is getting closer to giving with our money makes a huge difference. Well, team, that's it for me. Let's go out into the world and create good with the money in our pockets together. Talk soon.